Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why. This is the second part of a two-parter about the case of David Wilson and the wider subject of child sexual abuse, particularly online. Last week's episode was with two members of the National Crime Agency who talked us through David Wilson's case, how they came to find him, and also spoke to us about how prolific child sexual abuse was. If you haven't listened to that, I really recommend doing so. This is an open web case where large-scale social media was used as a tool to engage in industrial-scale abuse of children, and we need to stop it. Our assessed intelligence picture is there is a minimum of 300,000 individuals in the UK who pose a sexual threat to children. Wilson was prolific. He targeted thousands of children online, specifically teenage boys. He posed as a teenage girl on social media and um, convinced boys to send him sexual images. He was convicted in February of this year for 96 cases of sexual abuse. Two of those victims were the sons of my guests today. Two mothers who are utterly courageous for for talking about probably one of the most difficult things that have ever happened to them. I'm in awe of them for coming on today and yeah, humbled to be able to have such a valuable conversation with them. So I guess enough of my voice and on with today's episode. Oh, and one more thing. You might hear me talk about my guests as Michelle and Kate. These aren't their real names. We're using the pseudonyms to protect the identity of the children involved. Good morning, ladies. Sorry for some extreme faffing on my part. That's okay. You're fine. You know, you know how it goes. It's... it's life of trying to juggle three kids and work and always feeling at extreme panic stations but I'm going to bring the energy down now and say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to do this because well we're going to talk about something very very tough and you know if you haven't done a lot of these kind of things I I don't underestimate that it's it's um, a bit of a nerve-wracking experience but if you can try and think about it, about having a conversation with me that people get to hear rather than anything else, it, it should hopefully be all right. So I guess the only way to start this is to say, tell me about both of your experiences with with um, this, with the case of David Wilson. Let me just do it. Oh. Let me do the dog's not, not your mum. Yeah, the dog's wanting its moment on the mic. Oh, um, where where do you want? Do you want to go from when I, well, if I start, when I found out and how I found out? Yeah, I guess whatever feels logical to you, and you know what comes to your head is yeah. is great with me. Yeah. Well, for me, um, obviously going back to the original lockdown um, last year. Um, it was an, it was an early hour, early hour, um, wake up for my son. Um, and he came in my bedroom, what, one, two o'clock in the morning. And I have never seen him so upset in all of his years. You know, he was just beside himself. And I went into his bedroom trying to calm him down, sort of saying to him, you know, you know, whatever's wrong, calm, whatever's wrong. Mm. And he said, I've done something really stupid. And I said, what What have you done? And he said, um, this girl um, had added me and, and been pressuring me to send a picture of myself. And I said, what do you mean a picture of yourself? And obviously, you know, a sort of naked picture, if you like. And um, he said, I've done it. He said, and now... He was just scared, beyond scared, that she now was going to send this picture of himself to all social media, etc. Because as far as he was aware, this was a girl who lived in Downer Market, which is just up the road from us. Um, and, well, it was just horrendous, really. And I then, of course, just assumed that this was a girl who was being particularly evil. 
And, I, and if mm. I'm honest with you, at the time, I wanted to speak to her and say, you know, yeah, of course. You, what are you doing? You know, you can't do this to mm-hmm. somebody. Um, and this is, um, I then, um, I then added this girl um, on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram, because I wanted to sort of, to have a, you know, have a word. Anyway. Check um, her out. Managed to, yeah. Managed to calm him down. And I said to him, um, my partner also came and tried to sort of calm him down and said, um, well, it then transpired actually that he had also, um, he had tried to stop speaking to this, the, the girl, but um, basically he'd, he'd had threats to, from the brother coming down with his gypsy friends to stamp on his head and burn our house down. So it pretty, when it all started coming out, it was what? And but with what I do, I, I, I know of, I, I sort of know a sort of few police officers as such as friends. And I, mm-hmm. I said to him in the morning, I said, I'm going to speak to so-and-so. I said, and find out mm-hmm. what we can do. Because I thought, I know for a fact it is, you can't send pictures you can't share them around you know i'm still thinking obviously we've got a teenage girl here that's from down the market that's that's doing this so i then ran my friend who you know is a police officer and she said you know it's against the law to send pictures you need to report it to which i did and if i'm honest the first port of call was the local police station they were Mm -hmm. blunt if i'm honest um Sort of saying to my son, well, why would you do this? You do know you're breaking the oh. law. sending pictures and stuff like this. And he, <laughs> and I'm thinking, right, okay. Um, and then nothing else came of it at the point at that time. And then, um, you know, phone call from CID a couple of weeks later saying they're going to look into it further, which I was pleased about because at the time I thought you're just sort of not taking it very seriously. And then obviously the NCA, you know, the phone call from the NCA, who I have to say have been absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, and then and then it transpires that it's not a girl. And it and it's a man. And it's you do you know, you prolific. feel a yeah, and you feel at the time we were told it was just somebody local to Norfolk. Um, and you just feel sick, you know, it's just disgusting. And then you start thinking, who else has seen the picture of your son? And it's just horrendous, really. So um, he then personally, he then went very quiet. I mean, he's a, the trouble is that, he, you know, they've got them at an age where they're just starting to sort of show an interest in girls, you know, and... Well, see, he's now ruined that, hasn't he? He's taken all that from the from the boys because now they won't have any trust, will they? He's got no trust, and also at the time, I was I was so concerned for him because he suddenly he was in lockdown. You know, you you're 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 living with this. I mean, I've got my best friend, whereas there's a lot of people out there they haven't got that. They've just got their own thoughts. They've got nobody to talk to. And um, I, I just can't imagine it. It's, it's just been horrendous. It's really been horrendous. And the thing is, you never, you feel as if you've you, you've let them down. Because um, I've been always been pretty strict. You've got to be in by the time it's dark. You do know if a van goes by, you don't talk to that man in the van. You don't do this. You don't do that. Yeah, but my friends are allowed to. No, I've always been really strict. And unbeknown to me, it's happening under my roof. <laughs> So that that's that's sort of it's awful. It's it's absolutely awful because this man has taken their innocence. And the the thing is, I'm so glad that he told me, and I rang the police because if not, how much longer would he have been out of out there, sitting there doing it? Um, and I think the worst thing is, it turns out this man was a local man. You know, he'd probably seen my son in one of the local pubs when he'd gone in there, like, with his dad or whatever, you know. It's because we've since found out, you know, where he'd drunk and all that sort of stuff. And it's awful. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a few things to touch on here. Number one, actually, the even the first incident of what you're talking about is tough of your child sharing images with a teenage girl and then it and then you just kind of got perpetually harder for you and and I'm really surprised at that reaction from the police about like shaming your teenage son I mean everybody has been a teenager we can all like of course the world is different from when we were teenagers but we all know what that's like the first time someone shows an interest in you and and yeah back in our day that was in a very different manner but it's utterly understandable and the whole point is these are kids they aren't they haven't got the they haven't learned what we've learned about how to conduct themselves in in the world they're they're still learning it and yeah. yeah, as you say, as an adult, we can begin to piece that apart in our heads, but it it must be so difficult for them to begin to understand, yeah, what what they've been through. I mean, it must have been very hard for him the first time he realised that it that it wasn't a teenage girl that he was talking to. Well, yes, it was just complete. It was just what it was just like that. The shock, um, and then I think. I know he he has just tried to sort of like bury it, but because obviously we've been having to help, you know, and what have you, and he's um, there was delays because of COVID. And, and the, yeah, and 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 then he obviously he's had to go and give his statement, you know, video sort of all that sort of thing. He's like, oh, you know, oh, it's just been awful because you're having to keep sort of bringing it up with him, um, but. No, he, you know, he just really, he just became a little bit of a recluse, you know, and it's just, it's just been awful. And I've, I've since found out, you know, that it's affected other people who I know as well, um, you know, their, their sort of sons. And it's, it's just, it's just, it's just unbelievable, really. And um, you just never think you're going to. You just never think you're going to be in that situation because you just you, you think children, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Go on, Michelle. I was going to ask you what you you about your starts on everything. Well, mine started with a call from you, didn't it? I, I called. I got a, a lot of missed calls early on a Sunday morning, and I was having a lay-in, and yeah. um, I woke up and realised that obviously something could be wrong because there were so many missed calls and um, I was alerted to the fact that some photos could have been sent. Um, so I went to see my son and, and asked him and after a little prodding, he, he, uh, you know, he admitted it. Um, but he was absolutely convinced it was a girl. Absolutely. He's like, no, girl. Um, she knows so-and-so, so-and-so. I've always been quite strict. You never accept friends that you don't, you know, you've got to know these people that, that are friends with you on social media. And I think that's a little bit of a message to get out there is just because they're a friend of a friend doesn't mean to say they're real. Where did this this start? And they're, they're trusting their friend because they're already, there's already this network going on. Um, and he was absolutely convinced. And I said, well, I'm, I'm going to have to, because you know this is even if you've you've done something wrong as well in the fact that I I just want to protect you so I phoned the police and said um I think my son has sent a picture to a teenage girl um but I'm now not convinced that it is a teenage girl because we've done a little bit of prodding around on social media um and it it didn't look um as genuine as they probably thought Um, And I had a different experience with the police. They actually phoned me back half an hour later. They came round, didn't they? And then said, we're we're in the area, can we come and see you? I said, yes, certainly. So they turned up um, to two policemen and they were were brilliant um, with him. Uh, One went up to talk to him, but they went through it with me first. They looked at it, at the the accounts. I'd got his phone and they they then assured me it wasn't a teenage girl, which in in one breath, I was like, thank God for that. It's not getting spread around school, it's not gonna get bullied because that's that was the, my initial concern. This is gonna ruin school life. You know, they, they, kids are cruel, they, you know, they won't let one lie. Um, 
And then the realisation of actually, hold on a minute, it's not a teenage girl. It could be, you know, a, a man that's duped him and groomed him. And um, then that hit us and I had to explain to him then that actually the good news is <laughs> it's not a teenage and you, you're safe at school in the fact that nobody's going to know and nobody's ever going to find out about this, hopefully. Um, but it was a man and he, the colour just drained from him. He realised what he'd done and um, the police um, advised us to how to lock down his accounts, make them more, you know, private um, and all that kind of situation. And um, then it died down a little bit, got, got a call from CID, can you just give a statement? And we just thought it was somebody out there in the big wide world. And then, and then I had a call from the, the NCA who said, um, can we come and see you? And I was like, yeah, when? And they were like, in about two hours. So it was like, again, it was like, and then, and then they came in and, and told us, and then it all started unraveling how, how big it actually was. Um, I didn't know how awful he was until I heard in court what he'd done. Horrendous. Absolutely awful. Um, and again, strangely, we feel a little bit lucky that we caught it at the beginning. And if you feel guilty about feeling lucky because it's happened to them, but where it was going was so much worse. Yeah, because when um, when he when this when Wilson had obviously realised that because I'd added him as a friend and tried to add the supposed um, brother as a friend, he's he didn't let it, he didn't actually let it lie then. He he still tried to. He still tried to he still tried to get to him. Um, but I think it's because I think how he worked was the fact that he would he'd 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 get the first stage, he'd get the pictures from the boys and then he'd use them to blackmail into, into them doing further things. We then had a um like a text message because they blocked they were the the girl <laughs> um was blocked on all social media. Um and we'd obviously got another account, um, a friend of the girl, and we then started getting messages all through the evening of, um, it was like they were touched, he was talking to his friend, but it was the same person, um, and trying to make out that it was all a big joke, um, and was trying to obviously, he at that point had realised that these two had stood up and said no, no more, um, and it's just a strange, wasn't it? It was mm. like, all oh, these boys are silly. They must have known it was a joke and all this kind of thing. Um, and it was really confusing, really confusing for them. Um, but we were lucky that we had that relationship with them, that they were bringing it to us, that they weren't hiding from it. They, they you know, they trusted us to to do the right thing and, and help and support them, which is, you know, the most important thing. They they stopped hiding it from us and, and were... Um, coming to us for help, which is really important. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So my, as I'm listening to you, you know, I think you earlier picked up on something really, well, a couple of really important things. Number one, and it's something I picked up when I spoke to the NCA, is that we, when we were growing up, we were told categorically, you know, stranger danger, don't talk to strangers. But the world has changed, you know. It is a norm to talk to strangers on the internet now so it's it's so much more difficult there isn't that black and white hard line anymore is there it's like we are we all do it we've all followed people's lives who who we don't know so how on earth do we begin to get them to understand where the lines are on that it's it's really difficult isn't it it's it's really difficult and the thing is as a parent you know obviously you 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 don't i mean we all know what's on the it's some horrendous stuff on the internet now you know and yeah. um, and even if i'd love to i'd love him not to have a phone i'd love him not to have social media i yeah. would love that but but you can't do that i mean no you no you can't you can't stop them from living you can't stop them from doing no. that and even now some people will probably say to me like have you not taken his phone away from him now have you stopped him going on instagram have you stopped him going on chat snapchat 
how can I do that to him? No, it's about education, isn't it? You it's can't. through teaching them that. It, it, it is through trying to teach them. But the thing is, this what you need to get through to people is this, this, this man, this girl, was so, so clever, clever in the respect that, yeah. you know, I've got a, a relative the same age. And when I spoke to her about it, um, she had said to me, oh, yeah, I know that girl. Um, all the school kids knew. All the school kids all the, knew. All the school kids yeah. know knew her that oh yeah she's friends with so-and-so on um snapchat oh she always puts quite sort of like dodgy stuff on you know a little bit inappropriate yeah. and she's oh she said oh we've, well, we've known her since year seven so but they obviously hadn't known her because she didn't exist she didn't exist and but in their eyes those photos from those poor girls and used photos of innocent girls that had posted probably pictures of themselves on on online mm. which is the other danger you post you know people can if you if the privacy of your accounts somebody can steal that and was using that to to get to the young boys as well look i'll send you a photo of me if you send one of you and it wasn't actually there so um you know it's it's the poor girls that he's stolen those photos from as well Oh yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. So the folk, yeah, that there's a whole other layer. So when they think they know someone, there is of course a real human who looks like the person he was pretending to be. That's where he's getting his content yeah. from. Yeah. The thing is as well. Oh my it's, word, it's it's gone. Mind-boggling. It really. It is mind-boggling, and yeah. I um, I just wish that I don't know. There's more that could be done to because i i know that certain school a certain school had known about this account and hadn't shared it amongst all the schools and if mm. that school had shared it for example then because they're not being funny they some... warned their own pupils hadn't they hadn't they yeah yeah but no they warned the parents i'm sure there's no good telling people in, no good telling parents in emails because often parents don't look at emails because they're so busy with work no. if something like this not in the last year i i know you know if something come, like this comes up i just think it needs to be up on some sort of assembly do not add this do not add do you know what i mean it's something's got to be done really but then yeah they had so many aliases they just move on to the next one anyway yeah. So I think the key is to teach them that if you have not seen this person in the flesh you know, and you know that they exist, then you do not accept them on your social media accounts. Mm. It's, that, that's, that's the only way you're going to stop it. I mean, I've, through lockdown on, um, on your messenger, the amount of message re requests you get from people that don't know you in your spam box just saying, mm. hi, hon, and you're hi. like... Hi, yeah. Mm, I don't know you. As an adult, you know just <laughs> to ignore you know, just, them, you don't just you? Block yeah. Them. But if it's a picture and you've got a yeah a teenager going through all the hormones that they're going through, and if they haven't been feeling great about themselves and then start feeling good about themselves because somebody's paid them a bit yeah. of attention, then um, you know it's it's a fishing line, isn't it? It's the and yeah, nice. and and as you say, in the last year, everyone's at like peak, especially that age group, peak boredom, cut off from the world. It, it's it's utterly understandable, isn't it? Yeah, it's been an, e an easy, they've been an easy target for people like that, haven't they, these children? Yeah, and I'm also thinking there's something that you know I've been thinking about a lot. Everyone wants to tell themselves that this is a as is a niche thing that doesn't happen and you know it's horrible but it will never happen to my children and it's actually so horrible that I don't even want to think about it so like when you're talking about the assembly thing which is there's definitely logic for it's so uncomfortable for everyone we do this we put our hands in our over our eyes and fingers in our ears but actually what I'm learning through these interviews is that isn't good enough like we need to unfortunately stare down the barrel of this horrendous thing in order to protect our children don't we yeah. we we do because it, it's also it's, excuse me it's also come out that um you see because obviously with being on facebook and stuff and um, what happens is if if, if some because this happened um a couple of years ago and it does turn out that it is the same man 
there was a warning put put round on Facebook by one say mum who'd put um, if any of your teenagers are friends with this Instagram account or whatever, it's not real, it's dodgy. Check with your children. And I remember at the time, because that was on Facebook in front of me, I said to all my children, are you friends with this person? If so, it's not a real account. And um, it's just a shame that I just think that this this particular, the name of this the man, one of his aliases that he was using, it was given to a school. And as I say, if, if only that school, if there was more they could do, I understand that apparently, you know, they perhaps they can't, but why? If it is a real person, it, I suppose. Why it, can't they, they why can't they? Protecting, you, the school are then, a, you know, they've got a data protection against children. What if it is a, a, a real, if you haven't proven it, it's, yeah. it's the proof, isn't it? I, and I just, I don't know, but then just think how many, just how many children could have been saved the upset. Yeah. Because we know that, you know, this guy didn't just, he didn't just take a photograph of a, you know, he, well, that wasn't good enough for him, was it? It was... You know what, you know, what he did to the others, yeah. And and it, and as a parent, it's also, you, you, you lay there and you think, who else has he shared that with? How many other horrible monsters out there are using that now? Um, and you have to put that to the back of your mind because otherwise it would just set you up. It'll, it'll, they, they are what they are. Um, that's all they've got. They haven't got to yeah. him. Um, he's safe yeah. at home with that. And they didn't get didn't get any further. So um, in a small way, we we beat them and beat him a little bit. We, we um, But um, one thing I'd like what's been brought up afterwards is this business with Facebook um, talking about changing their encryptions um, so it'll make it hard for people like um, the NCA and the police to to track them and to keep an eye on it and it, I think you know that was a big part of them catching him um, getting all that information and and being able to, to stop him because maybe just with some children saying this has happened wouldn't have been enough and he wouldn't have been locked away for as long as he has been um we you know i think social media need to take a little bit of um, responsibility for protecting them i know they're meant to be 13 um but we all know that there are ch children that get on there because you don't have to prove your id on these social no. media. um you have to put a fake date of birth in so um yeah, it needs to be more needs to be more protection on the on um, on Snapchat and and Instagram. I mean, I didn't yeah, even mm. message on Instagram. I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is another difficult message for all of us as parents. I've previously done an episode about gaming, and like I don't really understand it, and so I go, okay, I just won't look at it. But you know, that's another space where you're interacting with strangers and i think one thing we can do is like not not prior not um ignore their privacy as as children but sit there and see what they are doing and understand what they are doing and and yeah and have those conversations because otherwise it just grows and grows doesn't you go i don't really understand put it out of my mind and and that's where the opportunity comes for this kind of thing unfortunately I think you're right with that because yeah, with the, the Xbox Live, you know, and they're they're on that, and all these different names come up. You know, I mean, I know I know, yeah. I, know I know a few of them because I recognise them to be his friends, but yeah. um, you don't, re you know, a lot of them you don't know, do you? You just no. I, know, I, I, I remember many a time having that conversation with both, sort of saying if somebody asks to meet you you know you're talking to them on here at the moment there's a barrier between you but if anybody ever asks to meet you you, you do not go and meet them um you know you, you don't know who you're meeting that's why it's so hard isn't it because you think you've done so, everything so don't you and then and you do yeah them, but um and then yeah. they still and you still got to them in their own homes where they should have been the safest yeah yeah Ugh. it's really hard to live with wasn't it he was reading the messages yeah you if you didn't if we didn't know that there was something up you would have just thought it was girls 
teenage girls for want a better, you know, bitching kind of thing yeah. about um, when they when he yeah. got upset. And he was very clever at it. He'd got the right terminology, um, the lingo. You know what kids would realize. You know, not think it's an adult talking to them. He 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 was a good actor, very good actor. Oh, scary! It really is. Um, yeah, what chance did they have, really? Like, there'll be plenty of adults who would fall for the... Well, you hear of it all the time, adults who fall for the equivalent version in, in you know, in, in digital spaces. Yes, yeah. And how are you feeling in the aftermath now? Like, um, when did he get sentenced? I'm trying to think of the actual date, like... February. February and how did that did that shift things for you does that feel like a victory is that the right words or or is it not a significant thing for you I feel different I I I struggle with it I still struggle with it because I you know if anybody ever does anything wrong to your children you want to go up to that person and you want to yeah you want like you want to tell them, don't you? You want to say, yeah. And obviously, yes. I mean, he's all virtual, isn't it? We, we, yeah, we it's can, all virtual yeah. and stuff like that. Obviously, because of COVID, and it's like I still feel like I need to speak to him and say, to, I need. To, I, I personally feel like I still need to. Oh, vent. I, I don't. I just differently. I want. I just want to forget about him and yeah. hope that. Um, He's yeah. not having a very comfortable time. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, when he got sentenced and everything, it's you know, good, obviously it was, we... It was a good... It was brilliant. It was I a mean, good amount of years, wasn't it? That, we, that we, was I brilliant. I didn't expect that much. But, but that whole... It was awful. When you find out what he'd he done. Yeah, because we... Obviously, oh. we weren't allowed to know about the other victims throughout it, obviously, mm-hmm. protecting them. Um, and we were part of the, the actual court... Um, hearing on the on the day, we were able to give our victim statements and things, and um, listening, listening to what and how long he'd done it for, and what he'd done it was um, well. I I I did just sit and cry, didn't I? Listen, yeah, and listen, and listening to I your did. children's names. That's yeah. awful. Yeah, listening to your children's names. But no, I just I still need to. I feel like I need to vent at him still, but obviously he's he's where he is and just good good job. But no, he um yeah no, it's horrendous. That week was horrendous. You just feel really low. I think you just the trouble is if you let it come to the for, forward of your brain, you start mm-hmm. thinking about what he what he will have what done, could have happened. what could have happened, and what he's done with that photo and how he's made your child feel. You know, like I, I'll, I still replay, replay the how, how sad, you know, how upset he was, and how he must have been yeah. feeling. How, and it makes you feel, you feel sick. Your, your boy, mm. it's awful to him, wasn't it? It was awful, it was quite violent, and yeah, you know, blackmailing and violent, and how he just threatening. Whereas with mine, he, mine wasn't really responding to him, was it? He was just keeping him. It was like, if I just say the right thing, he'll leave me alone. It was just like, oh, what are you doing? It was still right. going on when the police had been around. What are you doing? Oh, just gaming. Oh, yeah, I'm on Netflix and that kind of thing. And we already knew that it wasn't a real person. So I'm asking him, we were keeping it open for a little while just to see what happened. So we had more evidence. Um, yeah. But it was, it wasn't, it, it, it was just fake and it was just, horrible for him to sit there knowing what this person had been doing to his friend the night before and he was almost scared to say anything other than be nice and, and carry on the because he didn't the, want his photo shared he didn't front. want his photo shared so he was just uh. and um it, yeah he was there, there'd been a lot of tears and cuddles and there bless him yeah you know you just you have to you have to put it to the back of your mind at the end of the day and you and as I say, once you listen to, you know, once we obviously listened to the court case and you realised how far he'd taken it with some of these lads, you realised that we'd caught it at a time and, and stopped it before it had got any further for hours. Because hearing what, how far it had got, you realised that 
you know, you're not, we're not, they're not lucky because obviously they've, 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 they've done what they've done. But equally, if he hadn't have been arrested, when he'd been arrested, and if if they hadn't have told us, I think it would have been even worse for them. So, mm. yeah, uh, and 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 as you say, there are other parents sitting there, and it is their child, and it has gone that far, and no, you know. Yeah, yeah, your heart must break for them because you you yeah, know more than anyone what that feels like. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, and as on you know some of the names that came up on that day, I'm, I'm actually quite friendly with one of the ladies and, and know her children. And obviously, I'd never say anything. I, I could never say anything because obviously, it's all you know. You're sworn to. We've got to protect them. Protect them, but you know, I I know that, and you you know, I'll probably bump into her. You know, now we can all go out. You know as things we can start going out chances are I'm going to see her somewhere and I'm just going to know in the back of my mind and obviously I would never say anything but it's just it's awful you know Mm. and um, yeah I think also there's something in you you like your our brains want to rationalise things so you know you want to try and make sense of it and you must just go round and round and round and round and round and never it never makes sense because it's the most horrendous thing you can imagine and that's so hard to compute isn't it because we just don't want this stuff to exist our minds don't want to for this to be a thing and that yeah it's really must be really hard yeah no and you do you know i i i guess i keep talking about the school that knew about it that really that really that did get to you didn't that it? really riled me because um i just thought I, I you know i even rang the school up actually and said you know <laughs> you, i didn't get anywhere with it but you know you had this information why didn't you share it with all the schools because if you'd have shared it you know i didn't obviously give my name or anything like that you know maybe there is some children out there that that could have you know that wouldn't have had to go through this because there's another you know i know i know somebody else who whose sort of family members gone through it and you know and it really it really you know affected him badly the other thing is um with since then i mean we just obviously don't talk about ours and we just listen to people but it's become evident that there there are other local children that had been approached and had sent photos and they had phoned and hadn't got any response yeah um so there's many children out there that um were probably affected but um are safe now because you know he's behind bars yeah but they still think they were talking to a girl yeah they thought that yeah they did think they were talking to a girl so they probably possibly would do it again um and i know that's a funny the, the, you know the bobby on in that when you make that initial phone call i think this has happened um we need a little bit more of a uniform approach uh, of how they do it but they probably get so many phone calls because it just seems to be so rife no there's three people i know that had, had, had spoken to the police and it turns out it was the same person and they've never nothing ever that's as far as it went but I mean, from what I'm understanding, this is a what. Unfortunately, this is just a huge, prolific problem. Not just in this case, as in versions of it yeah. uh, happening, which doesn't let it off the hook. But it's like, I think that's what we all need to. For me, I've taken away from all this. It needs to be schools. It needs to be parents. It's so hard because you don't obviously want your child's name all over Facebook, Instagram. You don't want your you don't want other people to know that this has happened to your child because your child doesn't want that to happen. But equally, because you can't do that and you don't want to do that, you can't I mean mm. the thing is from my point of view, I, I I would quite happily talk about it to protect and help, um, because I'm not ashamed of it because he did nothing wrong. Yeah. But he categorically is not ready. No, I don't no, want anyone no, to know. No. So to me, that's his way of telling me I'm embarrassed and I'm a little bit you know, ashamed of what I've done and he shouldn't be shamed because he no. was due. He's a victim. Yeah. He was a he victim at the that. end of the day. That's where the power of these people um, is, isn't it? Is that they shame everybody in, into silence and even once he's convicted. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not... This is exactly... I understand exactly why your son's 
I, we all would have wanted it just dis- to disappear out of their lives but then yeah we don't we don't get the the important attention that we need around this subject yeah. but you you ladies are, are doing the thing by being brave enough to come on here and talk about it so well done yeah no it is hard because really and you know I've I said to you know the the NCA and stuff as well that because I've had my support here you know we've got each other it's such a shame because there's people out there that because they can't, because Haven't you don't want it. people knowing it's happened to your child, you're not, you not. You can't talk about it. So they've got nobody to talk about it Ugh. to. They're having to live with that. But yeah, it's a shame we can't all talk about it because I'm sure if I could have put on my, you know, I've got a large circle of friends, you know, and the thing is, if you could all speak to your large circle of friends and say, by the way, this has happened, you need to go in your child's bedroom now and check. That would get shared. That would get shared. It would just, it would grow. And that's how it'll stop. But you can't do that because you're protecting your child in this situation, aren't you? You can't do that. But I think in schools, you know, a couple of years ago, it happened and it is the same person because I've, basically somebody shared something on Facebook a couple of years ago. And I remember it being in my inbox and I suddenly thought to myself at the time, I wonder if that is the same person now. And it transpires it was just by a different alias that was being used. And I remember she, I then got in contact with her and she said to me with her son that he he had sent a picture and she'd soon realised that actually this wasn't genuine. And she'd gone to her local school, another one of the local high schools, and that didn't, nothing happened. The school did nothing. They didn't talk about it in assembly. Nothing else happened. Yeah. Well, and all we can do is try and do our bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's to try and, like, explain to people. And also, you know, it, it, it doesn't always happen to those children that, you know, we're pretty strict with ours. And it still yeah. happened. You know? Yeah. It can yeah. happen anyone from Any, all walks of life yeah. walks of life from yeah families you know, from from the really yeah. vulnerable children out there yeah can happen who haven't got people looking out for them to you know children that you know are from families that are, are still together you know there's so many different walks yeah. of life. um and who's looking after them who's going to protect them I mean, they're just vulnerable because they're kids on the internet. You know, that is the reality. We all have to sit with that. And we, as you say, we can't not allow them on the internet because that would be compromising what it is to be a person in this this generation. But yeah, that if you can't go, oh, that's another, that's somebody else's kid that will happen to. It could happen. It has unfortunately happened to yours and it could happen to any of us. So my question is like what would your if you wanted people listening to take away one message what what would it be keep talking to your children keep 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 those and make it so have a relationship that they can be honest with you and they can come to you and they know that you're not going to judge them judge them and shame them and be angry with them and um yeah and also educate them and if they don't if they haven't seen that person in person then they they're not a real person that's what we're trying to say to them mm-hmm. now is if you haven't physically seen you know this was so you know well, what school did she go to well she goes to this school well how do you know that because i all i kept yeah. saying have you actually seen her <clears throat> excuse me or has no but she's a friend of so-and-so's well have they seen her yeah, yeah. or has <laughs> or has have your friends actually seen her no, but she's friends with this person. And yeah, but has about, have they seen her? It's all about getting the numbers up of friends on followers that, and yeah. Yeah. how popular they are. And... So it's just a case of, and also, you know, as I say, I've I've probably been a little bit too lapsed in the fact that by me saying, um, you know, do you, do you know them? I'm taking my child's word for it. Yeah. Uh, you want to trust them don't you yeah i think the biggest thing is i don't know just making sure that they know the person they've seen the person somebody knows that 
And then the important thing is having the teaching them that they can tell you, which obviously that is the case with both of your sons. But you yeah. know, there's one thing it happening. There's another thing it's saying something that just happened. You know, exactly. There's a communication break that needs to happen the other way, and and knowing that they can open up, which obviously it did happen to you, but it, yeah, but it might not always. No, I mean, I'm just. I I have got a very close relationship with my little fella, and thank goodness thank goodness that he came mm. and said to me I'm really what you know what am I going to do this is going to happen and I've done something really silly and you know thank goodness because then you know police were alerted and, and, and you know we're now at this situation the man's away and can't hurt them anymore but you're right. what about those children that don't have that relationship with their parents mm. you know maybe you know I said or might get punished for doing it yeah you you probably yeah. got some out there that well would get in really serious trouble for doing it you know you've shamed the family you've you've done this to us um so maybe there needs to be other avenues for children that they can speak to somebody else i don't i don't know but basically i think the biggest thing is the only thing is you need to make sure that those children know they've seen they've got to be able to see the person they're speaking to yeah just because there's a picture of somebody that doesn't mean to say they're real. No. And then I guess as we head to the to basically towards the end, I'm sitting here as a mum thinking, how are your boys now? Are are they as okay as they can be? Are they or is it too early to tell? I think it's too early to tell. Yeah. I think it's too early to tell. I mean, my little fella, he he just went quiet. And then what he also did was, but he would be awake till in his room till five, six o'clock in the morning, and then just sleep the day. He also it, he also made it worse because they weren't at school, so they weren't able to take their mind. Yeah, no. So I, I don't know if it's hit us yet. They both just didn't want to talk about it they after, want, after they the initial. Bury it. They want to bury it, don't they? After the initial sort of video um, interview, they will brave enough to do that. They said, uh, why are we doing that? So because if you don't do this, we might not be able to get him um, in prison. But if you do this, we might be able to get him off the streets. And they both said, wow. okay. Um, yeah. So they were really brave doing that. Um, but then after that, it was almost a shutdown. I don't want to talk about it. Probably the empowerment yeah. kicking it, him, it, but it could, yeah. yeah. It could raise its ugly head in the future. Yeah, I don't really know. You, I don't know. I don't, I don't know whether it would be something that just, they just try and you know, we all have things. You put it in a box and you keep it shut. Um, yeah, I think it's too early to tell, really. I don't know about you, but I'm still a bit jumpy. It's like if, if he's in the same room and messages are coming through and it's all, you know, and they don't show you the phone, I'm always sitting there thinking, who is that? And I keep asking, oh, who's that? And I'm like, I'm a privacy mum. Yeah. And you, you, you're constantly asking and there's a... There's a point of annoyance. They're like you're a, that annoying mum that wants to know too much. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. that it might not be who they think it is. Um, so it's probably at the moment affected us mental health quite worse. I definitely think, yeah. Because we, mm. the what ifs, where your mind takes it. And what did you do wrong? Yeah, and where did you go wrong? And oh. where did we fail? Because they should have oh, been... that's really I mean. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like I failed. Yeah. And the thing oh. is, I've always said to the children, um, well, one of the things they've always said to me, especially one of, my, one of my sons, he's always said to me, you're always dependable, mum. You know, you know when, like, suddenly you think, oh, it's Red Nose Day. Oh, what have I got to sort? I'll do this, I'll leave work, I'll do this. You know, we, <laughs> like, you know, most parents you want your children to be happy, you'll do anything for them. And you can always sort their problems. So you're dependable to, you know, if they're ever upset, you know, even now, the phone's you at work and it's constantly going, you know. And and this is one thing I couldn't sort. I couldn't take it away. Do you know what I mean? That's how I feel. I couldn't, I've managed to do every, you know, I can do everything, but this is one thing that I couldn't sort as a parent. So I failed. I failed. <sighs> failed him. You, I mean, you, you don't need to hear it from me, but you you haven't failed. You've done everything you could within 
with everything that you had in front of you and and without doubt the way you're handling it in the aftermath it, it couldn't be fur- further from failure we can't we can't unfortunately protect our kids from the world we can only give them the tools to try and navigate the, the shit stuff that happens and yeah no, this it's awful isn't it you just think but you think in life you think no matter what you do you know whether it, you need to help them financially or emotionally or you know they're crying on your shoulder i had it the other weekend you know one of the sons split with a girlfriend and the tears that are coming out it's horrendous you can hug them and you can try and make it right and swim in the right direction but with this i can't do anything i can't i can't take that night away the night away when i've never seen him cry so much and even then i'm trying to sort it you know i'm speaking to my friend that's a police officer trying to say what can i do trying to speak to her the girl to sort it out and to go and what are you doing to my son you know have a great you know run at her it turns out it's not and then obviously with him getting arrested i still can't go and run at him one day i'll run at him but you're doing i'll be 17 doing this and you but yeah no i just yeah no so i've let i've let him down so he's my baby you know he's my last baby and was wanted so very much and i just think no i've failed you and yeah bless him yeah, I won't say it again. You haven't failed him. You're doing an amazing, amazing, amazing job. Please try and hold on to that. Like all I can hear is a mum going to the absolute ends of the earth to do what we're here to do. So, yeah, my heart goes out to you because it must be so hard to live with. And as you say, we've lived in this really weird. But you've also got the last year COVID. The madness of the world imploding anyhow. So you're just, your head must just be like, what? It's been awful. What has gone on? It's been awful. But we have to say, we've, you know, we've, we're, we're like, we're like sisters anyway, you know, we're, we're best friends and we've had each other. Um, yeah. And I thank God, because I just don't know how, how them, you know, how them parents out there, especially, you know, you've got probably some single mums out there or single dads as well. And, and they're having to cope all that by themselves because they don't feel like they can tell their family or anything like that, you know, and it's just awful, awful. So, yeah, just a case of just, like, really saying to your children, please make sure please you definitely careful. know. Be careful. Make sure you know that person is real. You know, even if you have to, t- <laughs> you know. And also, don't se- try, you know, don't send your picture. Once you send a picture, it's there. Even if you know them, do not send a picture. Don't send a picture. Once, you know, even no. Boyfriend or a girlfriend. Don't do it. Just no. Don't. Because once it's out there, it's, it's out there. You know, forever. it's even on Snapchat and things like that. They think, oh, it's only on there for a few seconds. You've only got to have somebody in the background with a camera taking they a picture. Shot it, can't they? I don't really know. I'm yeah. not. It's just. But... I think that's. Make sure that they're a real human being before you even contemplate having any form of relationship with somebody, and don't ever send pictures of yourself on the internet um, yeah um and don't share you don't and also don't share don't share where you live because that's the thing because we've got so friendly this wilson because he'd got so friendly with all the local children you know he'd added this one and that's how he'd added this is the typical your son wasn't it because he was around mine yeah and so he then added and what i'm saying is another friend who they knew told him where we lived so hence, going to send the brother around with all his mates to stamp on your head. So it's like, don't... That made it even worse. Yeah, don't do it. So yeah, don't the message it. is, make sure they're a real person and do not ever share any kind of intimate photo of yourself. Yeah, that's good advice. And if there's anyone listening who has been affected by this, who feels like this is ringing alarm bells, I'll obviously put some um, contacts, yeah, points of contact in the show notes for the... Um, for the podcast and to know i think that there's no really we've got to break this cycle of shame if this does happen which unfortunately it obviously does to know that that isn't a reflection of you as a parent or your child it's it's a these people are masters at what they're doing and so of course they're going to be successful at it because that's their whole reason to exist isn't it yeah they've got an addiction haven't they yeah i think any parent that's yeah. gone got through this I mean, you know, I feel that, you know, I, I, I have my feelings about it, but, you know, I just wish I could, 
I personally wish I could hug them really tight, which we can't do anyway because it's COVID, but I just wish I could hug them and just say, you know, you're not alone. Even if, you know, hug them and say, you know, you're not, you're not alone. And because it is, as a parent, it's trying to just not feel like a failure, which is so hard to do. But, you know, you're not alone in this was, you know. It's his failure, isn't it? Really? It's his failure as a human being. Yeah, it's not yeah. a human being, let's be honest. He's, he's ill. Well, he's gone even up. that's yes. it. Yeah. Not a good but human. Also, we say thank you to the NCA because without them, oh, they're brilliant. Um, the last year would have been even worse. How how they handled it and everything, yeah. wasn't it? And how you know how they've been so, they've been like a little family on the sideline, you know. And if you ever needed to like they've ring them or anything, they've been a real support and from the start, the from the start, from when we first had that phone call, you know, yeah, we're coming to see you this afternoon. What you're coming to see? You know, when they first said, I didn't think that was. I thought that was just I didn't some know random. What the NCA was. I didn't think it. No, <laughs> no. It's like same. <laughs> yeah. It was, and you know, but they have been brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I would like to also say, well, two thank yous. Thanks to the NCA for reaching out to me to do this. And, you know, as as that email came through, I was like, oh, this is absolutely the sort of thing I don't want to do because I don't want this to exist. But it's so important. And to, I keep saying it, but thank you, ladies, for taking the time to talk about something that is so personal and so difficult for you and and it's very brave to do this but I have absolutely no doubt that it will you know my audience is predominantly parents and if one person listens to this and it makes a difference then you've done an absolutely vital and amazing job already so thank you thank you, thank you. I hope it does. wow what truly remarkable women I'm yeah it's wrong to say I love talking to them but I was in awe of them and how yeah how courageous they're being in wanting to make a difference and I feel the same after what I've learned during this process I feel compelled to have more conversations both my, with my children but with other parents and with other adults to try and bring this out of the shadows one remarkable thing that has happened is someone messaged me to say that having listened to last week's episode with the NCA they had, number one, shared that episode with all mums on their school WhatsApp group, which is amazing. Mums and dads, I should say, sorry. But also that she had opened up a conversation at the school gates. And as a result, someone in that circle had admitted that they were aware via ex-partner that somebody they knew had been looking at images of kids and that the wife of that person was so paralyzed by fear that they didn't know what to do and one way or another the police had been contacted and that person was now being investigated and that they're absolutely horrendous that it even happens is absolutely mind-blowing and remarkable to me that yeah that this podcast might thanks to loads of other people's bravery and action have saved some children from from finding themselves victims of child sexual abuse so how remarkable and how remarkable again I keep going to keep saying it with these mums what what do I want to happen next I want this not to exist I want this to keep being shared and I want I want more children to be saved because of it so please do that please have the conversation with your children please teach them that it is okay to admit when they might have made a mistake online um and do that sooner rather than later for the research that I've done for my book but why in which I, I did a bit of research about internet use the, having these conversations the earlier the better is the way forward so that they're not having to be had when when things have got serious they become commonplace even with their day-to-day -day internet use so that would be my learnings and if anyone is listening to this and does feel they need help in any capacity, I have put some links in the show notes that can help. So thank you so much for listening. Um, please keep sharing. This is actually the end of series one, so there'll be a couple of weeks while we record a few new episodes and we will be back with you at the beginning of June. So look forward to being with you then. And in the meantime, if you haven't listened to all the episodes in this series, this is my invitation to do so. 
Thank you very much. Bye.